Welcome to Disney Planning Insights. This is a replay of our DPI News and Notes show that we do every Tuesday over on Facebook. To see my smiling face, find us on Facebook at DPI Podcast or on YouTube at the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. Now enjoy this episode after a short ad from our friends at Anchor. What's going on, everybody? It's Matt with the DPI Podcast. Today is January the 18th of 2022, and it is another DPI Live. And we've got a lot of new stuff going on tonight. So um, first part of our show is really going to be running everything through the paces, making sure that you can see me everywhere that we're trying to be seen right now and figure out where all that could be. And then we're going to bring on uh, Peter from Princesses in the Mouse, Disney Travel, and we are going to talk to him about what's going on around the parks um, and, and things that are new, things that we may have missed over the last few weeks. Uh, so just a lot going on. Um, it is pretty, pretty cool. Over the last few weeks. So uh, uh, just so trying to just a lot going try and, trying to get everything and make sure that everything works today. So it looks like we're doing good over on Twitch. Uh, Dr. Florida Man, thanks for dropping by. Um, thanks for the nice words on the starting cards. Uh, really put a lot of work into them. Really glad that uh, glad that you noticed. Uh, looks like YouTube's up and running well. Um, Facebook's having some issues, which not a big deal. And then Twitter says we're online there, but I don't even know where we could be online on Twitter. Uh, so... That's interesting. Hey, it looks like we've got a live there. That's pretty sweet. I didn't know Twitter could do that. Awesome. So, on on live a few different places right now. Um, so definitely cool to see that everything looks like it's working well. So I'm uh, I'm pretty excited to see all of that. Um, all right. So let's get into who we are. Disney Planning Insights. We are about helping people plan Disney vacations as easy as possible. We get you all the news, we get you all the information, we talk to you about everything that's around the parks. That is what the YouTube channel is about. Um, 
you go over onto the Facebook side. You've got the DPI podcast at DPI podcast. You've also got at PATM Disney Tra- Travel, which is Princesses in the Mouse Disney Travel. And that is our travel side. And we're going to bring on Peter here in a couple of minutes to check that out um, and talk to him about things that are going on around the parks. Um, Florida Man, we're actually a f- not affiliated directly. We're actually travel agents that specialize in Disney um, Disney vacations. And then we just did the content side as part of more advertising than anything. But we just, we were down at the parks, we had cameras with us and we just started taking videos and taking pictures and, and creating content. And then all of a sudden we, I built a studio and it just kind of evolved over time. So it's kind of cool how it's worked out to where, you know, a few days a week we get to just kind of be grownups and talk about Disney. Um, so it's it's pretty pretty fun there. Uh, but past that, yeah, um, we do ha- do this on a podcast as well. So the podcast definitely the best place to check it out is Spotify. But we are on all of the major podcast platforms. Just look for Disney Planning Insights, and you'll find us there. Um, so let's not kind of get too much into it. Let's uh, bring on Peter. With princesses and the mouse here, and uh, let's let's talk about some Disney. How about I actually have you up? Hey, there you are. How you doing, Peter? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So it's been a while. It's it's been about a month since we've had one of these shows. Um, we've done some taping, um, and you know everything's been going, I guess, as smooth as can be anticipated for the parks here in the states. Um, overseas, not so much. Hong Kong's still on at least a two week shutdown, so we'll see how long that lasts. But as far as the state parks go, you know, we, we had the um, the start of Festival of the Arts, which you are going to get a chance to attend here, uh, here in a bit, so. Yeah, I uh, should see it on Saturday for the first time, assuming my daughter uh, wants to go to Epcot. Otherwise, we might just hang around Magic Kingdom the whole day, but we'll definitely get over to Festival of the Arts no later than Sunday or Monday. Of this uh, upcoming week. There you go. There you go. So you're leaving what Saturday and uh... five forty-five a.m. Flint. Five forty-five. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So you'll be, be down be there um, by eight a.m. I guess the biggest news this week has been the Figment popcorn bucket. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, I guess that's that. That's kind of weird to say, but I, it, it kind of is what it is. Yeah. It, uh... It has definitely captured the attention of many. Um, for those of you unfamiliar with the Figment popcorn bucket, um, so it, it is just an absolutely beautiful thing, first of all. And I did have initial aspirations of, of getting one of these Figment popcorn buckets, but uh, boy, the limited amount that they've made, I, I just don't think it's probably in the cards that they're going to make it to the weekend. But, well, they, um, they've already sold out. Yeah, that's like... Um, so this stand that was giving these figment, for those of you who don't know who figment is, he is the staple of journey into imagination with figment. Um, one of the rides over in Epcot over next to, it's not in the land pavilion, but it's kind of like to the left of the land pavilion. 
um, over in that area. And it it is definitely a cult following. I'm a huge fan of Figment. My family's a huge fan of Figment. Um, Matt's family, I, I don't believe, not to the level that we are Figment fans. No, no, we're not that big, but, I mean, we enjoy the ride, and right. kids have Figment plushes, so. Yeah, but, so at Park Open, there's a five-hour line, and I think it, I think it ended up, like, kind of peaking at about a six-and-a-half-hour line. Yeah. Um, as the park was open with people getting in line trying to get this little figment bucket. Although, then again, as always, it is just my my commentary on this. There were posts of people on social media walking out of the park with 20 buckets in their hand. And, and then, like, you know, people just absolutely railing them on social media. And I'm going, wow, we have a big family. We didn't do this. We're not doing it to sell it. And then you go on eBay and the figment popcorn bucket's on sale for $200. You go, <laughs> absolutely malarkey. You know, it just, it is just an absolute shame that some people look at unique situations that Disney offers their guests as profiteering opportunities. And it's just, it's an absolute shame. And it, it's the reason why, you know, we've talked about a lot of the changes, a lot of the, you know, pass holders and things like that having their quantities limited and their discounts reduced and all sorts of stuff it's because people like this go in and they just can't get a collectible for themselves they go well how do i get a collectible for myself and make 600 bucks like get a real job hippie well and you know the bad thing was is there was supposed to be a two item limit but you did see i mean there's all kinds of pictures if you go over onto twitter uh, with people just with those large shopping bags full, one of them, one person had like a stroller wagon thing that was just packed with them, and it's just like, come on, you, you, we know what you're doing. Yeah, you know, and I'm sure they took a, you know, I'm sure they took a large group in and had eight people run through two apiece, sixteen. You know, it's it's just a shame. I am curious. You were commenting with Florida Man, who was uh, so Mr. Florida Man. I don't see the social media post. But I'm curious if Mr. Florida Man is the amazing cast member I actually spoke with for about 30 minutes the other day when I was handling some client stuff. So let me know if he replies to that on the uh, chat because I uh, gave him our info and he said he was going to check us out because he just exuded Disney and everything about him was exactly what you dream amazing Disney cast members are all about. And so he and I talked about my love of Disney and we talked about my future plans of, of eventually making it down there to work there after I retire from, from my day to day, you know, it's just, so I am curious because if uh, he's been following or for, for a while or if it's the uh, cast member that I spoke with the other day. Uh, he said, unfortunately not. So ah, okay. yeah. All right. Well, well no. Mr. Florida man, you know, yeah, it just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, it's great to have a couple of people over on Twitch checking us out tonight. Um, because, Twitch to us is very new. Um, I've been a Twitch fan, and I follow quite a few people on Twitch um, for a couple of years now. But for us as kind of an entity, we this is a new venture for us into Twitch. And we don't know where it's going to go. Um, where, where it's going to go. Uh, Florida Man said, I uh, guess my, we Florida men are quite famous, I guess. <laughs> there may or may not be an entire channel about you and your exploits. uh but but i mean you know just you know that with that being said festival the arts started really really cool festival at disney it's it's something that you're you've really kind of gone out of your way to make sure that you can check out because because of how how neat of a festival it is it is the last one that you need to see um you've seen all the other ones been to all the other ones Yep, it is the uh, and and all the other ones I've seen multiple times. So I've seen um, Festival of the Holidays, the Flower and Garden, and the Food and Wine multiple times at Epcot. This is the only one I haven't seen because I've never like you and I missed it by what we missed it by a week and Flower and Garden by a week. Yeah, we were in the buffer we, week last yeah, year. We, yeah, we were right in right in that middle zone. Um, so I'm really really excited for those of you that don't understand Festival of the Arts. So they have the snack stands around that with, you know, the limited offerings, just like all the other festivals. 
But beyond that, they pack the park with like local artisans and unique shops. And these artisans and these people who make are, are there and they're explaining their craft and they're explaining their things. And so I just can't wait to go and have some conversations with those individuals. Over at the amphitheater in the America Pavilion, they are running Disney Broadway individuals through with um, you know concerts and shows. So I'm very, very excited for that. My daughter and I have a reservation to Rose and Crown, which is the um, pub eatery in Great Britain in the United Kingdom Pavilion. And uh, we... With that meal, we get a like reserved seating to one of the I think it's the five. I think we eat at like three, and the show is at five thirty. That we have a, a reserved seat to. So, I'm really really excited to kind of take it all in. You know, lots of the other festivals have artists that come in and perform, but it'll be really really interesting. Like while we're down there, is um the the individual who plays. Uh, Ariel in the Little Mermaid Broadway, and okay. there's another individual who is in, I think, the Broadway Festival of the Lion King, because it switches out. One of them's there Sunday, and one of them's there Monday. So, um, looking forward to catching both of those, and and just taking in my last Epcot Festival to kind of say, I've seen it all, I've done it all, I, I can tell you all about uh you know Epcot festivals. Yeah, yeah. It's I, also I, my I, daughter's I, birthday tomorrow, but there's definitely like a selfish daddy reason why we're taking a daddy daughter <laughs> trip starting on Saturday. Well, Florida man said, you know, he likes the universal studios uh, and rather go to universal compared to Disney, but Disney events are amazing and definitely beats any universal events. Like the flower one was pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I think flower and garden for us, I, I think for both of us, food and wine. I know if you talk to my family, it's probably festival of the holidays. Um, Disney knows how to put on an event, whether it's at Epcot or if it's a standalone event. Disney does those well. Um, even their tours and that kind of stuff are absolutely fantastic. So really, really good stuff there. Um, let's talk a little bit about some changes that have happened since the, the first of the year. The big one is the elimination of Magical Express. Um, so the last Magical Express pulled out last week. Um, it was on like the 10th or 11th was the last guest that could actually use the Magical Express. Um, and now it's been replaced by this Mirrors Connect BS that they've already jacked up the pricing on. And they're, they're already starting to screw around with us with it. Um, so so just kind of give people a little bit of a background on the, the Mirrors Connect and then kind of uh, I'll follow up with what's going on with the pricing. Yeah, so, so first of all, Mears was the company that was running Magical Express. Disney had a contract with them. Um, that contract expired. Disney did not choose to renew it. Matt and I have speculated for, you know, the better part of a year on the show about potentially Disney upping the fleet of minivans, potentially Disney creating a, uh, what is it, Bright House is the... Bright Line. Bright Line. Um, the the super speed train that's going to go from Orlando to Tampa down to Miami, um, you know, speculating that they'd be putting that station in Disney Springs and Disney Springs would just sort of like up the bus service and make sort of a dedicated grabbing people off of the Bright Line and, and taking them to the resorts. Um, but Bright Line is still several years out mired in litigation and uh, no word so far from Disney about upping a minivan service or creating anything like that. So right now people are stuck with um, Mears Connect, those uh, railroad -y transportation that we were talking about a, a few shows ago um, is, is gonna start offering its service here shortly. Um, you can get, you know, like your standard shuttle, other shuttle companies to take you, but, uh, or, or deal with an Uber or a Lyft, but, Ultimately, what it's done is it took a service that was free and has right on the front end and back end of the trip added anywhere from a $30 to $100 expense onto, onto a family. And um, I didn't, when, when it was happening, I was like, okay, I get it. It's happening. We're dealing with it. But now that I'm actually in the process of like working with my clients, it's kind of a nightmare 
of of having to go here are all of the options here is how we are going to book them when are you flying in well here is the window we want to book these in um it's it's kind of a pain in the butt and so um you know for all intents and purposes it's running similarly to what magical express did it's going to take a couple of resorts at a time and take the bookings that they have and put you in so basically mirrors connect was working with disney to get all the client information to create their scheduling and now you're doing it directly with mirrors connect um it, it is it's just a little bit of a hassle it definitely takes away um some of the magic one of my favorite things was seeing those big blue buses sitting outside the depot dropping down to uh the ground transportation level and walking to the end and seeing my first cast members and and just getting the welcome home video on the way where it kind of orients you to the parks like all that's all that's gone so i will be experiencing firsthand on saturday the joy of not having the magical express i haven't even like this is how wishy-washy i am with it i haven't even booked them yet because i just don't know what the right option is the most convenient is to grab an uber but that's also one of the priciest uber jacked their prices up lyft jacked their prices up because there's no longer like the consumer is very much in a state of well i am desperate and therefore you will charge me and so the demand went way up the supply stayed the same and so the prices are reflecting that so matt go ahead and tell us about um the mirrors connect price jackup that's happened recently so so basically what happened was you know we started mirrors connect january 1st on january 11th mirrors connect decided on their premier service so basically their premier service is like a smaller vehicle for um, for four, but you can get them in six person, eight person, whatever. Um, they just cost a little bit more. So they, they took that from a round trip of $200 for up to four passengers to a round trip of $250. And then the additional passion passenger went from $50 to $55 in the grand scheme of things, not a lot of money, but I still think it's BS <laughs> because I, I think I think they're gonna pull the we're gonna make as much money until Disney decides to bring back minivans or decides to to kind of show their cards on this as well. I really do think Disney has something else that they're going to be doing. Um, it's just when is it gonna happen? They can't wait for the train, like Peter said. Really, the holdup on the train is actually universal right now. Universal is not granting access to the land um, to make the train feasible from Orlando International to straight to Disney Springs, which is where they were planning on putting the terminal. Well, so, they're willing they're willing to do it, but with the stipulation that they also put a station there. Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever, I get it. <laughs> it's business. A uh, lot, lots of. Lots of business goings on. Well, SeaWorld's now. getting in on it too. Yeah, and you know what? I think those parks have every right to. I really do. Um, Disney is the big dog, but I think I think the other parks have every right to try and figure out how do we make this work for us. If Disney's gonna suffer, how do we how do we kind of kick them in the right place right now? So. Um, let's move on to some other stuff. Uh, da, 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 da. What else do we have going on? We have... <clears throat> uh, Kevin is back. We actually were talking about this over the weekend. Um, they are starting to bring back a lot of the entertainment to the right side of Animal Kingdom on Discovery Island. Um, so, if you've been there before, when you turn right, when you're facing the Tree of Life... You've got the meet and greet with Doug and Russell. You've got It's Tough to Be a Bug. You've got um, this little area where kind of Kevin roams the big bird from up. And then you've got this little, this band. Um, and this week they've announced the band coming back and Kevin coming back. 
um, which are both good things. Again, any entertainment that's coming back is awesome. We're still waiting for uh, the Little Nemo, the, the or Finding Nemo, the musical. Um, we're still waiting on Fantasmic. We're still waiting on a daytime parade. We're still waiting on a lot of different things. So any little entertainment that comes back is nice. Um, and, and those are coming back um, here relatively soon. Uh, Disneyland monorail closure has been pushed back. And there's actually a reopening date now. So this is a pretty big refurbishment of the monorail system in Disneyland. Um, looks like it's going to start February 14th and will be finished on March the 6th. So if you are visiting the California parks, um, just be aware that the monorail will be down during those times. Uh... Lots of dis lots of dining coming back. Um, bookings for these open actually in a couple of days on the 20th. Flying Fish is coming back on the 27th. Turf Club on February 3rd. Gico on February 17th. The Cape May Cafe Breakfast Buffet on February 15th. And then Alan Compass Restaurant um, with new breakfast buffet and lunch offerings coming back January 31st. Again, bookings for all those restaurants will be opening on January the 20th. Um, Cape May Cafe Breakfast, I saw you pump your fist. That is one of our favorites as well. Um, if for nothing else, it was a good character breakfast, but it's got an omelet bar. You can't beat a good omelet bar. <laughs> yeah, gotta get that omelet bar. Dude, you get, you get a couple of six egg omelets and you're ready to go. Six, who are you, Gaston? Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh so a couple of other uh notes just to to talk about. So Splash Mountain is closed for refurbishment for the next couple of months. It is not to do it is not to do the Princess and the Frog facelift. It is just for a scheduled um refurbishment and repaint as they continue to facelift it. Yeah, um, hold on one second. Oh, they are not retheming Splash Mountain. So, in case you weren't listening and you started freaking out, I just wanted to make sure you not understand. Re-theme. No just retheme. Not doing that. That is still in the works. Um, from everything that we've read and heard, um, the Imagineers are still in sort of the design process for that. So, that is still, um, you know, a, a good distance away. Um, outside of that, also... Uh, Expedition Everest is down for a little while, um, so it's refurbishing as well. Um, the Skyliner is, get this, you ready for this? The Skyliner is closed from Sunday until the Epcot line, just the Epcot line, is closed like Sunday to Thursday next week. Yeah, oh, that, that I'm there Saturday well to Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, it worked out great because I'm at Caribbean Beach, so thanks <laughs> for that one. Um, oh, other like really cool news. Uh, so we all know about Harmonious and uh, Enchantment, but they are bringing back Wonderful World of Animation, the the uh, display show at Hollywood Studios is is back. I'm trying to get its first day. It might already be back. Um, let me see if it is. Hold on. Hollywood Studios. I was going to say, yeah, that kind of slipped through the cracks on me. Yeah, it is It is already back. Um, so at 9 o'clock at Hollywood Studios, the wonderful world of animation, which is the one celebrating Walt Disney Animation Studios, starting with Steamboat Willie and the first Mickey Mouse cartoons up to, up to today. Um, so really, really excited to go see that. I kind of readjusted. When I realized that, I readjusted to make sure that we're going to be hanging out in Hollywood Studios till close one day there you um, go. while we're down there. So looking forward to seeing updates on that. I'll, of course, record it so that we can get it put up on our channel and, uh, and you know, put that up there along with our Harmonious and Enchantment uh, POVs and, and all of that stuff. So looking forward to seeing that up there. As Matt mentioned, they have said that Phantasmic is coming back. From what we understand, they are in performer choreography training. 
Like, I believe they have the the performers, and I believe they're working on the show because the show's getting an update and a facelift. Because why not? Yeah, they're they're basically bringing in two new sections, taking away the Pocahontas section, I believe. Um, so, and two new sections coming in, so it isn't kind of like we've seen with a lot of the other shows where it's kind of been a very close resemblance of what was there before, um, aka Celebration of Festival of the Lion King. Um, with Festival of the Lion King, though, they are um, looking for tumblers, so that's good news that we might be getting the tumble monkeys back. Um, I would love to see you as a tumble monkey. Yeah, with my herniated disc. Yeah, that that would make, that would be. I make one pass and start screaming, and everyone would be like, "Wow, this is such a cool show!" <laughs> uh, back over to Epcot, Garden Rocks was announced uh, last week. Garden Rocks is the um, bands that play during Flower and Garden Festival. Uh, basically, they'll play over the weekend or do like a Friday, Saturday, and then another band will do Sunday, Monday, and then they'll have local bands there from Tuesday through Thursday. Um, some of the Where do ones... they play at in Epcot? What's that? Where do they play at in Epcot? They play back there at the America's uh, Pavilion in that okay, theater back sure. there. Just making sure everyone knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Blue October, um, Starship, Berlin, mm-hmm. if you're a uh, fan of Top Gun. Wow, that opened very small. Um, let's see if we can go here. You're trying uh, to get the whole list. Yeah, there we go. Uh, the Pointer Sisters, uh, the, the Blood, Sweat, and Tears, the Commodores, Flock of Seagulls, uh, Little River Band, Simple Plan, Herman Hermits, the Plain White Tees. Who is there April 2nd to April 9th, please? April 2nd to April 9th. So you got the Spinners on April 2nd. You've got the Pointer Sisters on the 3rd and 4th. you got Blue, Blue October on the 8th and 9th. Pointer Sisters. Oh, that's going to that's gonna be a good one. I already told Shannon. I said we're big Simple Plan fans. I said it it might be worth going. Simple back. Plan's gonna be there. Simple Plan's gonna be there. That is right there. That's our childhood right there. It is. It, I mean, yeah. Shannon, Shannon and I went to the show that touted their self titled album, and then we went just a couple of years ago to the twentieth anniversary of the tour of their twentieth album. When uh, when are they there? Uh, June third through sixth. Okay, so when the show's over, let's uh, we'll get you booked. <laughs> uh, what else do we have going on? Grand Floridian Spa opening January twenty sixth. Yep. So, if you are a fan of the spas, yeah, Census has been open over at uh, the Swan and Dolphin for a while, but this is. This is exciting. The reason why this is exciting news is because it's the first Disney run one because Swan and Dolphin are their own separate entity that just happened to reside right there on the friendship line. Um, So this is really, really exciting that that's coming back because if Grand Floridian's coming back, then, you know, what else is right around the corner? Are we going to get Pirate League back? Are we going to get Bippity Boppity Boutique back? Or Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully, you know, something, something like that. Um, virtual queues are gone at world right now. So on the 10th, Remy's Ratatouille adventure converted from a virtual queue to a standby line. And it totally uh, makes sense by the way. It, it really, really, the did. virtual queue just, I don't know. It's, I, it's fine. It keeps the weight down a little bit, but, but here, so as soon as I read that, I went on and canceled my Epcot Park Pass reservation and moving it on. Well, now I can just go to Epcot and rag Ratatouille. I don't have to have a 7 a.m. virtual queue. Yeah, yeah. It is exciting. I still expect when Tron and Cosmic Rewind open in the next, you know, couple years, Cosmic Rewind should be in the next few months, and then Tron maybe late this year but most likely 2023. I think right now they've said spring 2023, right? They haven't given a date, but it, it was it was taken off the D23 things to come in 2022. Right. Less, so. so I think that 
doesn't bode well for it. But I yeah, would yeah. expect virtual queues on Cosmic Rewind and um, the Tron Light. What is it called? Light Speed Coaster or Light? Yeah, Light Cycle. Light Cycle. There we yep. go. Light, light Cycle light. Coaster. Yeah. Yeah. So right now, no, no virtual queues. I'm with you. I think they come back when those two rides open. Yeah, same um, time as the dining plans. Yeah, dining plans. Yeah, let's go Disney. We've been waiting. Dining plans. The 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 final announcement that magic happens is going to Walt Disney World because it is a far superior daytime parade than Celebration of Fantasy. Um, you stole Electric Light Parade. We want There's a U-Haul shortage in California. They're not going to be able to move it yet. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Ima- you imagine he's just he floats just like driving down the interstate. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just driving there. It's fine. Just taking taking the scenic route. Taking the scenic route. Put them on a container ship, but it'll take a year and a half to unload. <laughs> Florida's good at unloading. They just got to get them loaded in California. Well, there you go. That's the issue. <laughs> That's the issue. That's the issue. And they got to go through Panama without a ship turning sideways. Yeah, yeah. Um, got some discounts. We've talked about discounts on the Facebook page quite a bit. Um, discounts for late spring into early summer. Basically, it goes to what the first week of July, I think. Yeah, there's a there's a couple of caveats about that. So I had some clients immediately when those discounts go, "Hey, are you rebooking me?" I'm like, "You're at Caribbean Beach, sorry." Um, so there are several resorts that are intentionally left off that list. Um, ones that do have like prime locations and typically fill themselves up. But um, ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, if I'm being completely honest, it is not the best discount I've ever seen Disney release. Um, but I'm not going to turn my nose up like I was able to rebook you and save you 60, 70 bucks. So there you go. I almost paid for you to get on the Mears Connect. <laughs> So it's not it's not a ton. It's twenty to forty percent off, but you know you have to be to fully get that. You need to be staying at least five nights, and to get the forty percent, you need to be at a deluxe resort. So if you're staying at least five nights at the deluxe resort, well, I mean 40. there you can. That's where it's so funny because Disney bills it like save up to a thousand dollars if I'm staying at a deluxe resort. So if I'm spending twelve grand, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not a great discount. It, it is, and there there are tiers for annual pass holders and for Florida residents as well. Check yeah, it out on the man, I got you. Let me know. Check it out on the Disney um, website, or you can check out all the details over on our page at DPI Podcast on Facebook. Um, we've got all the details there, and also over there you can talk to us about booking your trip. Um, booking through us is free. Um, we just help out as much as you want us to help out, which is whether it's just booking the trip and letting you kind of do all the planning yourself or helping with any of the planning. Um, Peter and I are really the ones that are going to have you uh, taken care of and, and make sure that you get to do everything that you want to do. So if you are looking at uh, planning a Disney vacation, you know, we're good through the end of the year right now. Nothing for 2023 has been opened up yet. So as soon as we know, except for Cruise Line, you, if you want to go DCL, we can help you out there as well. So, um, yeah, especially dining, you know, it opens at 6 a.m. Eastern time. So, you know, I was on this morning. Do you want to be up? Like, I have some central, I booked some dining for some central time zone individuals. And I was like, I will be up at 6 a.m. So that's 5 a.m. your time. And they're like, oh. Yeah. And if so, you're not right now, dining's tough for spring break. Um, I know we did, we did ours over the weekend and we were about 50, 50 on what we wanted to get and what we were able to get. Um, definitely the stuff later in the trip, we had planned for some of the harder reservations later in the trip, but there's things like Teppanito that we weren't able to get. And that's one that's normally a relatively easy one to get. Yeah. Um, so, so space 220. 
if you are not going for at least five days, you're likely not going to get a space two twenty reservation. Yeah. So as I've as I've been in working through my February March spring clients, um, you can find some you can find dinners at about day four or five, and you can find lunches at about day six and seven. At, and at and good, good luck with the lounge right now. Um, the lounge has been absolutely horrendous to try and book. So and, yeah, and it, that's. Too. You know, that's that's the kind of the, the game that, you know, why a, an agent is such a good idea is, you know, I know Peter does the same thing I do. I'm on the Disney website basically every morning seeing what's available, seeing what could fit into different people's plans. So, you know, it's just, it, it's a game that you got to play. And if you're not willing to play it, kind of get left on the sidelines a little bit. Yeah, whenever you... You know, so I actually had um, one of my clients I was talking to the other day was like, I'm just so worried about dining. I was like, why are you worried about dining? Oh, I don't know. I read in all these Facebook groups that dining reservations are so difficult to get. And I'm like, yeah, I've heard that before, but I don't, you know, like you said, Matt, you got most of yours. If you know what you're doing and you're on at the right time and you're, and you're organized and ready to go, um, you can get you can get most of what you're looking for most of the time. So, um, and it's, it's the knowledge of, of like that. If you, if you put Hollywood studios on your second day and you want an Oga's reservation, I'm gonna tell you no way, you know, like you would be incredibly lucky to get that if you're going to be at a, but later out in the week, if you want to go to Hollywood studios on your third day there, fourth day there, Okay, I'm going to be able to get you an Oga's reservation. You know? Yeah, and, and you're um, going to have some times to choose from. And that's, I think that's what people need to understand is, you know, when it is a harder reservation, we purposely put Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom later in our trip this time because we wanted a Tusker House breakfast and we wanted to be our guest dinner. Um, yeah. Well, heck, even Yak and Yeti. You want a Yak and Yeti reservation, Animal Kingdom better be at least three days out in your yeah. trip. No. And it's all because like, of... Yeah, starting at at Magic Kingdom and Epcot, it makes sense because you get to go to the flagship right away, but it also makes sense because it's easy to get dining reservations at Magic Kingdom for the most part. Outside of Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest, if you're looking to go to the Plaza or Tony's or or Horseshoe Tavern. Diamond Horseshoe. Yeah, Diamond Horseshoe and Liberty Tree Tavern. I said Diamond Tavern on purpose because they're serving the exact same menu. Diamond Horseshoe is a, is serving the Liberty Street Tavern all you care to enjoy holiday buffet. Don't don't give away their secrets. It's too late. I already did. They share a kitchen. They <laughs> share a kitchen with uh, with um, Skipper Canteen. If you actually look at where they are on a park map, they're adjacent to one another. A hallway separates them, and there's a kitchen. Just saying. There you go. There you go. Secrets from a tour. <laughs> Uh, you got anything nice? Uh, anything else Disney related this week? We're we're coming up on forty five minutes. Uh, no, like Matt was saying, there are some deals available. Um, saving a buck is saving a buck at Disney for sure. Um, always make sure, you know. Matt and I were, what your mom shared this thing to uh, us about. Oh God, that that article this, from USA Today. Yeah, this woman just. This editor, whoever it was, just went on this high rate. First of all, fallacious information. Like was, there was, was just straight up stuff that was just wrong in there. Like what was with the picture of her saying she was on Voyage of the Little Mermaid and acting? She's like, you would expect it to be a calm ride where you just go through scenes from the movie. Does this look like the picture? And it's like her like this. Like Voyage. Of the Little Mermaid is a calm ride in a seashell through scenes from the movie. <laughs> like, and then the way they depicted Seven Dwarfs Mind Train, this jostling thing that you'll be recovering from all week. What? It's a kitty coaster. <laughs> no, and then, so I, I don't know. It's just if you read negative reviews. I don't know. Make sure that you vet your sources and that you're making sure that you're not just getting some jaded person that just wanted to 
to whine and complain. If, if people whine about the food they have at Disney, you can talk about the price, but yes, you're going to pay, you're going to pay $15 for a hot dog and French fries at Kings Island. Yeah. 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 Right. So like, yes, I'm paying $20 to $30 for a plate. I'm, I'm paying upwards of $40 a plate. If I want, you know, a, a rib or, or a steak or whatever, you know, yes. I, I get we can whine about prices, but if you go to Disney and, and whine about the quality of the food, that's that's because you weren't prepared. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, 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 she made it sound like there were only sit-down restaurants, and right. we all know that that's, that's not true. There, there are plenty of walk-up. There are plenty of mobile order options, that kind yeah. of stuff. So it just, the, the article itself, uh, I'm working on, sharing it over to the dpi page right now um yeah, yeah share it with a warning that says this is why you need us yeah it, it they, they titled it the secret to surviving disney world and basically her secret to surviving disney world was don't go, don't go. yeah don't go it's it's ridiculous it's, i i don't know i i mean to each their own and so you know same thing with like uh, Mr. Florida Man earlier on saying you prefer Universal. Yeah, if if both of my kids were over fifty four inches, I would agree with you that Universal and Disney have the same thing to offer. My daughter's still forty eight inches. She absolutely has a blast. But if I took her to Universal, she'd spend half the day sitting on the sideline. You know, yeah. I'm going to Universal on spring break, taking my fifty six inch son because I know. But I'm just taking him. My daughter's spending time with grandma back at the resort and going, you know, mini golfing and to the pool and stuff. Like, you know, you need knowledge. Otherwise, you're going to make terrible, terrible decisions. I had a client the other day tell me they were going to they're going to Disney with a four year old and two six year olds. And they said, hey, we're thinking about going to Universal as well. I said, don't. No, you're going to you're going to be pissed. You're going to, first of all, if you want to go to Universal for a day for that many people, you're going to spend $1,500, $1,600 if you want, like, because if you want to do it all, you need park hopper, you know, yeah. you need two-park ticket. You are probably going to want to get their um, their version of the, the lightning pass. Yeah, the express and, pass. Yeah, like, you get all of those things for that family, and, and then they were like, well, we don't really like riding roller coasters, and our kids are so small. I go... Then don't go at all. Go to SeaWorld. Right. I was like, Universal. No, no. Let's let's go. You even save your money there. You know, right. go go to Discovery Cove. Yeah. With kids that small. I mean, right. Small. Yeah. That that is absolutely right. Um, and, and it just takes knowledge because if people go not understanding what Disney's all about, then yes, I could very easily see having a miserable, miserable time at it. But if you're equipped and you understand what you're doing then it's remarkable it is there's a reason why he and i go so much and we have an entire podcast talking about it but and if you're not if you don't want to get invested into doing all that because it it might take hundreds of hours of of planning and research talk to somebody who's figured it out like the two gentlemen sitting in front of you if you're um, still watching us because i got off on a rant (laughs) <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You know, this is this has been kind of kind of nice to kind of see numbers and, and and watch, kind of how people go. Twitch has been pretty steady with two people over there watching us. Doctor Florida Man, I believe you've been hanging with us basically the whole time. Thank you very much. That's pretty awesome. Um, and whoever else is over there, thank you. Thank you for watching over there as well. On YouTube, we've got a couple of people watching over there as well. Um, that's great. We normally get a lot of our views over on Facebook, so this is going to be a little bit of a transition for us. Um, but it's something that we've been, we've talked about. We were willing to kind of suffer through for a little while until we got back up and running. But um, two viewers, 50 views over on Twitch. I'm not going to complain about that. People are actually looking at the stuff. That's what we want. So, um, Peter. I'll let so you, have, uh, you, have you found, so sorry, just to, so I mentioned, I have had several people, so I'm a high school teacher, for those of you that don't know, um, who have, who are like new to our show or don't understand. So I've had several students come up to me and say, hey, I was watching this thing on Disney and all of a sudden you were one of the clips that they showed. I'm trying to figure out where the heck that is and who's using some of our content because I think it's just absolutely amazing. But I have had several students come up to me like, 
self, I was watching this thing about Disney, and all of a sudden you were talking about like how to book fast passes. <laughs> no, that's that, that's pretty awesome. I, I I would imagine it's probably like Florida edits or somebody like that that kind of does recaps of Disney shows each week. Um, but the clip that they pulled was from like two years ago. Right. Which was weird. It, it was from a really, really old show that we had done. So uh, I'll reach out to him and say, "Hey, we're gonna have new lives there. How about you get some new stuff?" So <laughs> yeah. at least, at least we look halfway decent and sound halfway decent. Yeah. We have plenty of not... other content, and our photo quality is vastly improved. And our <laughs> yeah. Audio quality is vastly improved. Well, I'll let you uh, get to tucking your kids in. I know it's about time for me to do the same with mine. So um, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, if you guys do want to book a trip. Peter's over on Facebook at P-A-T-M Disney Travel. Peter, thanks for joining us tonight. Woo! All right, that's about going to do it for us tonight. Thank you guys all for watching, kind of suffering through our growing pains and, and us figuring out what's going on with a lot of different things. It's been... Uh, been a little bit of a learning curve but hopefully we uh get it a little smoother um as the weeks go on with the new site um and with the new the new setup here over on restream so uh, again i am matt with the dpi podcast and thank you guys for watching Hey everybody, we had uh, Peter with Princesses and the Mouse on today and had some good confirmation conversation with Dr. Florida Man over on Twitch. If you want to be a part of it, join in. For our video content, YouTube, the Disney Planning Insights Podcast, and for photos and fun over on Instagram, Princesses and the Mouse. guys all for listening watching everything that you do we will be back on our weekly schedule um so we will see you guys next tuesday bye now